Oh, hello, everybody. I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. We want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. We had a question come in. Somebody asked, what can we do to encourage dads to connect with the kids? I thought, well, that's a that's a very valid question. It's that's an important a tough, question. That's a tough one. And I think, uh, I think a challenge that we deal with, I think that moms just kind of naturally connect with the little ones. Well, I think God has made mm-hmm. us women to naturally prioritize relationship. Right. You know, to be watching out for relationships and nurturing relationships. And that yeah. kind of, I think that comes generally because there's always exceptions. There's a range of behavior. Right. But generally it becomes more naturally to women than it does to men. Yeah, I think it does. And I think part of that, God has given you a kind of an, an intuitive connection with those little kids that you can understand them in a way that we guys sometimes like, I, I don't understand this creature at all. Well, I see that in... Um, growing in my in our youngest daughter because she'll walk by and she'll say mom what's wrong and like i hadn't even realized something was wrong mm-hmm. but just a sad or upsetting thought crossed my mind but she can mm-hmm. see it cross my face yeah and guys are uh, uh we're, we're kind of impervious to that as as we have all learned at different times <laughs> but you know that's but, that's useful too because you know sometimes we're we i'm paralyzed because i can see that somebody's not happy with me i don't know why you can ignore that. <laughs> yeah. But, it, okay, but dealing with the kids, you know, and I've heard dads say, I think we've all heard dads say, and maybe we've said it ourselves, that, well, you know, my wife has got the kids and she understands those little ones. And when they get to be six or seven and, you know, I can understand them, then we'll, I think that's that's putting it off too much. It I is. mean, yeah, your relationship will be different when they are a little more, uh, communicative and when they understand things a little better, yeah, that it, it will change. But I think that there's a place for dad being in the, in the lives of the very little ones too. All the way up till mm-hmm. they're adults and still having relationships. Yeah. So, but how does that happen here? You're an ordinary guy. You come home from work, you're tired. Yeah. yeah. And your wife's like, I wish you'd connect with the kids. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes we get defensive when these things are said, and we need to really get past that and say, okay, I don't want this to be an argument between me and my wife. Let me just ask myself, and God, please help me understand, is this something I need to be concerned with? You know, is it not just my weird wife? And the answer is, yeah, it's something we do need to be concerned with. And You know how uh, I've got a tip for the wives. What's that? Don't tell your husband he's connected with your kids. He has no idea what that means. Yeah. Honestly. Instead, you they got a to... USB port somewhere. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. The Bluetooth child. Yeah. Instead, how about you say, you know uh, what? The kids have missed you. Make sure you spend some time with them. Well, you know, one thing that one thing that I try to discipline myself with back in those. You remember those days when we actually used to leave the house to go to work? Um, <laughs> yeah. And and I remember on the drive home, I would like intentionally try to try to deprogram myself to say, okay, I've closed the office door. Work is behind me. I'm going home and now I'm going to be dad. I'm going to be husband when I walk in the door. And so I tried to get myself back into a family mindset before I open the door and, you know, to be ready to respond to my wife, to my children or whatever. And I think that's something that we dads need to kind of say, okay, I've got different hats that I've got to wear, you know, 
professional, whatever, you know, highly trained, whatever. I, I'm, I'm an employee in this situation, but right now I need to be dad. I need to be accessible to this child. I need to listen to what's important to my three-year-old right now, or I need to talk with my seven-year-old and, and see or what's going on. Or listen to your 11-year-old talk about Minecraft again. Oh, not that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even that. And, and so I think that that's part of it is, well, it kind of comes down to two things. It comes down to a little bit of self-denial to yeah. say, look, I know, yeah, you're tired. I know you, you want to unwind a little bit. There'll be a chance for that. You know what? But now's not the time. That self-denial pays off later. It's an investment. Well, it is. Just like when we deny what we want right now to invest and put money aside for later. Yeah. Because it'll grow. Right. It's the same thing with relationship. Because mm -hmm. I think about those little boys that mm -hmm. you sacrificed yourself for. Mm -hmm. When they came home and you listened to them and you played games with them or you mm -hmm. brought them into your work. Mm -hmm. They're now adults. And now when you have a project and you're mm -hmm. and you say, I want to put new doors on the garage. Mm -hmm. The guys are like, are like, okay, dad, when you want to do that, we'll drive over there and help yeah, three hours yeah. from where they live. Yeah, that's true. And, and so, yeah, it is investment. It takes patience and, and that's real. It's <laughs> well, okay to we saw that, that this weekend. Yeah, because I wasn't feeling that patience very much. Okay. Okay. So one let's my, set the scene. Okay. So one of, one of our kids had a big major birthday and received a bicycle, a brand new bicycle, brand new bicycle, some assembly required. Right. And so I got out my tools and I'm putting things together and we had our grandchild. He's two and a half two. years old. Yay. And he's a little boy and he wants to be involved. He wants to use the tools too. So and he grabs a wrench. He grabs a wrench and I'm kind of like, you know, he wants to help. I'm thinking there's not really that much that he could even hold on to here. I'm, you know, I'm just like putting little nuts on bolts and things and it was hard just to be patient with him you know but he was so happy but hell, he was so happy because he didn't have, he didn't even have to really do anything but just holding the wrench up and moving yeah. the wrench the yeah. way that you were made him so happy he, yeah he, his mm -hmm. daddy told me mm -hmm. that on the way home he kept talking about doing things with papa oh gosh yeah. okay yeah so so yeah so the the patience and the self-denial that you invest, especially in those younger ones, has benefits that you won't even see sometimes for a while. And so one way that you can connect with your kids mm -hmm. is by inviting them into your work. I've got to work on the mm -hmm. plumbing or change a tire or put together a bicycle. Come on out. Let's change the hey, oil. You know? And teach them how to do it. And yeah, it takes a lot of patience. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of patience and self-control. Of course, yeah. it's blind over here trying to get yeah. some of this layoff. And, but the pay, the payoff is tremendous because men communicate very well side by side. Right. Working on something together. Right. It seems easier to talk that way. Yeah. And you'll have a chance to reach your kids' hearts better mm -hmm. when you're working side by side, whether it's raking the yard or... yeah. And, changing the oil. Mm -hmm. and, and that's something too that I think our wives have already figured out or need to figure out the same way as we do is that when you are training that young person, you're not going to be as efficient as, as you doing it yourself without any distraction. And it, it's really easy to think this is taking me twice as long, but you need to think of it instead as mm -hmm. my job is taking this long and I'm investing this long into having a relationship with my kids when they leave out our home. 
That's right. So, so if you can do something, it takes you a half hour to do it by yourself. And with this little person hanging on your elbow, it's going to take you 45 minutes to an hour. That 15 to 30 minutes more is like, I did the job in the same amount of time and I did some training and I did some relationship building. And that other will part pay of it. off when they get to be teenagers because I can see mm-hmm. how much you can accomplish with the help of our teens and 20s. Oh, it's a, it's amazing. It is amazing it because is. they learn to work alongside their dad when they were younger. Now, it's a little bit challenging, though, if you've got if you've realized, uh oh, I've got teens I have not developed a relationship with and they don't want to work with me. What do you do then, Hal? Well, you ask anyway. You know what? I, I think you still try to involve them. You try to invite them in. And sometimes I think- you make them. Sometimes you just make you say, them. come on, come on, we're we going to do this together. I want to teach you how to do this. I need your help. Yeah. You know, and, and, and use them, you know, use those strong backs and those extra hands and all the rest of that. And I think too, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot that comes from just being together and, there's and, you so know, much and I think like Jonathan Edwards, like one of the greatest American theologians of the colonial period uh, had like nine children, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of a kids. Ton of kids. He had a ton of kids, and he was responsible for a whole bunch of churches in New England, and kind of rode a circuit back before that was a thing. And if if ever he was going on a trip somewhere, he would take one of his kids with him. I mean, he he would not go anywhere by himself. And I thought, you know, that's probably a good policy. And well. Let's tell the end of that story, Hal, uh-huh. because many men who have served God uh-huh. and have not put that priority on spending time with their kids have seen have lost their kids. But Jonathan Edwards, many of his kids became pastors, professors, college Christian, presidents, Christian leaders, Christian leaders for generations following yes. that. Because I think he that invested investment. he invested in the life of the kid. And you know what? That's how Jesus raised his disciples, isn't it? It is. I mean, they weren't kids, but he taught his disciples. He worked alongside them. By bringing them alongside to work, to discuss, to, to explain. Do you, do you see what I did there? You know, is what the Lord did and on many occasions. And so, you know, we fathers can use that as a pattern for connecting with our kids at whatever age to say, all right, yeah, I, let me listen to them. Let me hear what's on their heart and, and realize you're not going to be able to put them in the schedule and say, okay, I've, I've allotted 20 minutes on Tuesday morning to, to hear what's on your heart, but rather it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. They only open up when they feel comfortable, when they feel like you're listening, when they feel like they can trust you with whatever's on their mind. And so, and sometimes we have to put aside our list mm-hmm. and we have to get, we have to invite ourselves into their lives. We invite them into our lives, come work alongside me. Yeah. Sometimes we have to invite ourselves into their lives and say, what you playing with there? Or, hey, can you show me how to do that game? You know, one of the best examples that was put on me was we had a son that was going to a college about an hour, hour and a half away. And um, he didn't have a car when he was a freshman. And so if he came home for the weekend, somebody had to go fetch him and then take him <laughs> back at the end of the weekend. Well, he had been home and uh, needed to go back on Monday morning. And I said, hey, you know, I'm free out living. Let me take you. So I I got in the car with him. We, we hopped in the Jeep and 
he did what any healthy male at that age does. If he's not driving, he went to sleep. So I'm okay. So we're driving along there and I'm you know, listening to the radio and he's snoring away in the other seat. Well, we got to the, uh, we got to the college town and uh, went over to his apartment and he said, look, I, I need to go to a class. Can I, can you give me a ride over to class? I said, okay, sure. So I waited while he got his book bag and everything out of the apartment. We drove over to the, uh, to the classroom building and um, uh, sat there in the parking lot for 10 or 15 minutes until it was class time. Well, in that 10 or 15 minutes, he, he opened up something about, oh, this relationship thing. He was this girl he was interested in and he was thinking maybe it was going to be something serious. And he unloads all of this, you know, wow, this is deep stuff that he shared with me. And he said, well, time for class. Got to go. And he hops out and, you know, off he goes. And then I drive back home alone again. And I thought, you know, I spent three and a half hours that morning to take my son back to college, but, but I got like 10 minutes of pure gold <laughs> Because there was the opportunity and I'd invested the extra bit time and I was there when he was ready to share. And so, you know what? I think that's a major thing. Just be there. Yes. Be there mentally, be there emotionally, be available because you never know when you're going to get that insight into what's, what's important to them and where you can touch their lives. So with a younger kid, that Mm -hmm. may look like, Yes, reading in the bedtime story for the 5,000th time mm-hmm. or reading aloud to the family when you'd rather be reading the paper mm-hmm. or, hey, son, tell me what you built there. Mm-hmm. So we invite them into our lives. Mm-hmm. We invite ourselves into their lives. Yeah. And we realize that it's an investment. And folks, we have adult kids now. I cannot tell you how grateful you will be that you made the investment in relationship with your kids when they're grown, when they and don't have to call home. You but know, they do. And and people will tell you, you know, the time goes p- fast. And that's that's quite true because when your oldest is six or seven years old and you feel like it's always going to be about diapers and about um, Dora the Explorer and, you know, it, it's all going to be kids stuff forever. No, it won't. And when they get out of high school, you'll say, where did this last few years go? I mean, yeah. and it'll, it'll be gone in a flash. We're about right to graduate now, our six. And right now, you know, right at the moment, you might feel like it'll always be this way. No, it won't. It Trust has, us. It goes by so quickly. And and the groundwork that you lay when it is all that way is what's going to build a relationship that's going to be the tree that bears fruit later in your lives when yes. there's no more no more addition. It's only the harvesting. Because you're investing now, they're going to invest later. Hmm. We're seeing that in so, our lives. Yeah. So, all right, guys. I want to encourage you in that. So, and, mm-hmm. head over to our blog and store at raisingrealmen.com. Yep. And check out our resources, particularly Raising Real Men about raising boys, mm-hmm. no longer little, mm-hmm. about parenting girls and boys in that awkward tween and preteen stage. Right. And we hope that you'll join us again as we try to take biblical principles into the 21st century family. Until next time, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. Thanks for joining us. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Hal and Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. 
This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.